Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael. And this is Ryan. And we have a very special guest joining us today. Would you care to introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners? Hello, I'm Suzanne, etc. And I'm an artist. I have, I use many different forms of mediums. You're basically a pretty big deal. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you for being with us. I I just want to backtrack a touch. I like that little voice that said recording in progress. That's I'm sorry <laughs> that feature. Yeah. You should add it progress. to your intro. I really yeah, no, I really, really should. Actually it's it's that's a friendly that's a great idea. I, I don't mean to uh, just humor it. me here, Suzanne, okay. That's a polite electronic voice. Okay. When yes. I go to Fry's or Walmart, like that electronic voice is really pushy. Yeah. Really Sometimes rude. machines beep. Yeah. yeah. Some, some machines that beep very angrily too. Why are they shouting? Yeah, right. Why is the checkout robot always shouting? You know what? The card one too. It's like, did I just do something bad? Because it, yeah. it's like remove card. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. What did I do? It's always the like the pushy yeah, robots, the, you know, the alert. Always. Well, Suzanne, you have a lot going on, meaning, you know, you're you're into art, you're into music, you're into poetry, you're a model. So that makes me think that you're a super you're probably a deep thinker. Am I right? Oh, yeah, Definitely. Has it always been that way for you? And how was that? Because I know for for us, we've talked about it. It felt like you were noticing, I was noticing things. I was thinking things that no one else was even giving us time to. So how was that being a deep thinker growing up? Did you, could you relate to a lot of people in that way? Um, yeah, I definitely feel like I grew up not understanding other people um yeah i've always been a deep thinker it's one of those things i don't know how to answer that question yeah no it's it's a kind of deep i just i'm curious because a lot of people that listen to the show operate on the same level so the reason i ask is just to see you know if it was if it made life more difficult if it made life better to have a mind like that or if it was just the only thing you've known and you didn't really, you hadn't really thought about it. Well, it's the only thing I've known. And I mean, I guess it's a blessing and a curse, like most things that are good and worthwhile. So, I mean, 
I enjoy it. I don't think that I could simplify the way I am if I wanted to. Mm. So I guess I don't know how to answer that question. It's I wouldn't have any, any other way, but it's not always pleasant, but it's how life is. Yeah, it's a, that's a good way to put it, right? Like it can be a blessing and a curse. Yes. Most things are that are like, I feel like talents usually are nothing really good is 100% good. Everything has something that's not so great. Yeah. The older I get, the more I feel like that is so true. The fact that it's hard to just say that person's a good person or that person's a bad person. Like, it's hard to say any one person is all good or all bad. Definitely. Or any one thing, any, everything has a good and a bad side. Right. On your Instagram page, you had a quote. Was there something like there's no definition, only interpretation? What was it? Oh, my Nietzsche quote. Yeah. There are no facts, only interpretations. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. That kind of goes along with what we're talking about. Is oh, that, definitely. Was that, if you have that quote on your page, it, it seems like that there must be an idea there that's pretty important to you in your life. Yeah, I mean, when I read that, it just really hit me. So I had to, I feel like that's just how I see things and a lot of people may not. I mean, I, I'm still figuring out what it really means, I think. But it just, when I read that, it really stru- struck a nerve with me, I suppose, in a good way. Yeah, it's a poignant quote. It yeah. does make you think. Um, yeah. I think that's what I wanted. I wanted people to think about it and... I mean, they can interpret it however they want. I think that's the purpose of philosophy. It's right. Just to get you thinking. Right. Do you ever think about how you think? Hmm. You know? I try not to think too much about it. <laughs> I, but I guess I, I, as I get older, I think I could start to think about that more. But I think I just do it. And uh, yeah. it's, too, it's already unpleasant enough. I don't try and analyze it unpleasant <laughs> the act of thinking it can be it can be a little much so <laughs> does that mean that you uh get just like overwhelmed like fast like a lot of thoughts at once kind of thing oh yeah yeah that's why i do too many things yeah yeah that i understand <laughs> a lot or at least i think i can do too many things and then none of them get done because I'm, right <laughs> there's like 10 of them that i want to try and <laughs> So for you, how often do you see something and be like, oh, I need to try that? Is that more frequent than not? Hmm. Um, I suppose so. I think I just have a lot of ideas sometimes. Um, and then I just can't find one medium, just one medium. You know, like some people are strictly musicians or strictly actresses or, you know, not doing technical film work i want to do like too many things but i feel like life is short so i want to live my life and somehow you know make my way and mix mediums 
to express myself. So, I mean, with the demo I'm working on, I feel like it's very cinematic and I'm working on new film projects. So there could definitely be a meshing of that. And of course the writing I've been doing as well. So, I mean, it's just layers to everything and I do everything myself for the most part nowadays, at least. So, yeah. <laughs> that makes me think of a couple of things. Uh, first of all, you're choosing to live the life that most people don't, which is to go out, try to create their own, their own thing, whatever it is. And, you know, yeah. Make, yeah. Make I mean, it goes back way. to the quote kind yeah. of goes back to the quote. I mean, it's how you interpret things and how, you know, you can kind of create your own reality in some way. Right. When, when your did you life. know that you kind of wanted to do, do your own thing? Because I don't know how it is where you grew up, but most people expect you to, you know, go to yeah. college, get a nine to five, yep. the, the usual thing, you know? Yes. I mean, that is still very much expected of me and I did go to college, but I, I just am not happy doing anything else. And so I simply could not live any other way. Right. What do you think that is? We both have experienced that where you're doing something and you're, you're making a life that way, but something inside of you just is not happy. I don't know. Um, could you rephrase that? Uh, what do you think that is? Do you think it's just creative energy that wants to get out when you're feeling unhappy doing something? I, that it does? could be, it could be, but I really don't know. Maybe that's something that will never go away. Who knows? You know, I couldn't tell you. I'm that's curious. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, it, was there a particular, I mean, was this a process or was there a particular like catalyst that made you decide that this is what I want to do? Like, I, I want to take this approach. Oh. You know, oh, not really. I mean, I feel like it just happened. Um, I feel like I've kind of always felt that way, but you know, it was very expected of me to live a normal life. But I think it just it just leaked through and had to ruin that. And I just can't through. It's just not who I am. Yeah, just my creativity just couldn't be withheld, and it you know ruined that. I can't be a normal person. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, how uh, did you get support in that decision? Or did you get pushback? Definitely got pushback. Uh, yeah. How I don't really, you, I mean, I have support, but I, right. I, sorry, I have support, but um, I definitely feel like there's a lot of pushback. If you know, but that's what it's going to be. Anybody who wants to do it their own thing i love saying that the greats uh the greats make waves you know definitely and to accomplish something to be the god of your own reality and like step into that it's gonna rip reality ripples from the source you know yeah that's part of it i guess yeah and i i always ask because i find it interesting i is it just fear i mean it's mostly fear generated like all the pushback like people are some part of them is afraid you're not gonna have yeah the or you think they should or i don't know yeah i mean i really don't know the psychology behind it but 
definitely it definitely could be something like that so i was checking out some of your your artwork and, and you know you talked about how you you write as well just focusing on that um what what inspires you like the, the ideas just come to your head you yeah they just come out? to me sorry I'm, oh, that's I okay. is that a frequent uh well it must be how do you um, decide which ones you're going to actually capture well yeah they kind of just come to me um i didn't write for a long time to be totally honest during quarantine it started again it just kind of came to me and it was something i had to do i had really no intention of sharing it with the world i never really did i always wrote growing up and never really shared them shared my writing with anybody so but you know life is short so i just figured i would put some of it out there i feel like that is fulfilling my childhood dream a bit so figured why not make something of it so you but yeah to answer your question it it kind of just comes to me and um if i can write it down i do but I can never really just sit down and force myself to write. It doesn't work that way. I have to have to be feeling it. Right. Yeah. I, I think most creatives can relate to that. You know, like when yeah. we sit down to write a song, it kind of have to be in the right mood for it. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> right. You're not always you're not always in that. Creative. Oh, you're not always. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm to gain my composure it felt uh, personal it's little, yeah it's just you know he really is there anything you know, okay over there a, no, no no excuse me is there anything okay oh boy then he, here then he throws a little like i don't even know what i want to write anymore man i, I don't, don't even know if we I can don't. do this together anymore I'm like really dude really? i'm just thinking out really? loud you know okay all right we're moving crucify on crucify me for <laughs> I'm kind of curious about you, you. We do this, Suzanne. If you <laughs> if you want to circle back to her, we can you can keep making it about us if you want to. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said, "Excuse me, Suzanne, you're the star of the show. Take a back seat while I talk about myself on your show That's, on your episode." Sounds exactly like me. It's That's okay. Basically. But I do have a question about because uh, you mentioned the writing thing being a well, the way I'm picturing in my head is like a realization of a childhood dream. Did you? Like, what did you dream about as a kid like that you wanted to be? Was it all of these um, things that you're doing? Is it some kind of, of things, honestly, or? some of these things? I don't feel like I really knew what I wanted to do, uh, but I, I just I used to write and I think I always kind of wanted to publish a book. So I just figured why not do it now and just why independently not? publish it. Well, because the thing is, if you do it and then it's like, you know, you've done it and then you can do it again if you, if you want to and you can get better if you want to or you can. Oh, you yeah. Know. I mean, I definitely feel like I'm, I mean, it's going to be a series of books oh, that's cool. because it's just what I've come up with and I'm just going to put it out there can I, with what are the no books other about? intention. Pardon? Like, uh, do you have a, are you able to share like what the books are about? Like what it's. Hmm. Hmm. Uh. Only what you're comfortable sharing. I just didn't know. Yeah. That, yeah. Before you, I will say, is this true, Suzanne? Like, it feels like when you write, even if it's fiction, like you, it's really personal thing. It kind of just feels that way. Thank you. I mean, it's very raw for the most part. What I've posted is not super edited or anything, but 
Yeah, it's usually not super edited. Mm. You know, but I get that too, because I definitely feel that way about like there there are songs in the notepad, right? That that haven't seen the light of day or or like poems or things like that that I'm just like, yeah, I don't. He's got a little song about his his cute little dog that he won't share. I've tried to convince him. You know, it's interesting, Suzanne, is I feel like we also have like ideas that stay in the back of our minds Hmm. that we don't tell anyone about. You know what? Maybe I should try. Yeah, I mean, I I do that all the time. That's how I am. Yeah. With my art, I feel like it's more special Hmm. and it's I don't really do it to share with other people. I just feel like I my purpose as an artist is to do that. So at the appropriate time, it, you know, comes to life and is born Yeah, and, and into the public eye. But I just kind of, when I'm creating on something, I like to nurse it and kind of keep it to itself until it's time is, you know, there. So, um, I mean, I can say that, well, it's, Hmm. There's going to be different books and they will be very different, but my style is my own. So at the same time, they'll be similar. That's a good. It's a yeah. Good I'm answer. thinking about that. Like that's a, that's a pretty good They do have different themes, but okay. the publishing company that I've established which I will be publishing my own books with is called Desiderium Press and Desiderium is an intense longing or desire for something. And so I feel like that is very much descriptive of my work as well, but I really just enjoy that word. Desiderium? Yes. Okay. But I feel like it just, that's, it just, that is very much my work as well. Hmm. do you think it's a longing to just to get all that art out of you like to fulfill Hmm. that i mean i suppose so i just feel hmm it could be i'm being vague but it's just how i am oh that's fine (laughs) be be yourself is all that you can do yeah um (laughs) It's it's appropriate that you bring the most true you to the table for the conversation because that's where the that's most fun we, yeah. happens. Yeah, we, um, no, it's you seem like a, a reserved person. I'm the same way though. Like I don't, I don't necessarily like telling the world every last detail. He never about wants to talk about himself. his feelings. He just won't go there. It's impossible. I don't know about it. It being impossible, but I, I, I can, can remember. To I it. can remember the last time we we had a hug, dude. It was like years ago. He he he's just very reserved. I'm telling you, like it's very. He's very right when he's saying he's. He doesn't even want to like shake. So hands. I can relate anyway. anyway it's fine. Um, got me off track here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal. Yeah. Mine as well. How is it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's just uh, talk about some some fiction. fiction. I'm, did you All like right. fiction? Did you like, uh, you know, nonfiction? What, who is your favorite uh, writer when you were growing up? Hmm. I feel like I always read a lot of nonfiction, but I really like Charles, Charles Bukowski a lot. 
I call my cat Henry Chinansky. Henry Chinansky? It's a character of his. But yeah, I feel like as a teenager, I really liked his work and I just never let go of it. And I mean, I really read a lot of nonfiction. I like a lot of memoirs, memoirs and autobiographies. I really like Holly Madison, her books that she's written as well. But there is, I don't know. Yeah. There is something about reading about people's lives. Yeah. I I grew up reading a lot of nonfiction and, I think I've always wanted to write one of my own, maybe one day. Yeah, it's interesting. But uh, there's so many, when it comes to nonfiction, there's so many ideas out there now, and they're so readily available. It's, like you it's can a bit like really, drinking from a fire yeah, hose. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. You know, as a kid, it's I was... Oh, endless. endless. Oh, no, it's yeah. not. Endless. Yeah. I misjudged your pause. Sorry. For sure. I was just going to say, as a kid, you know, I really, I enjoyed fiction. And a lot I need of to it. stop talking all over Suzanne. I'm going to give her time After to think I and step on, I get know, her thought it's out. Awful. But as I say, these <laughs> days, I, I really, nonfiction, uh, there's a lot like that. Just, well, you know, I asked earlier about, th- you know, what about thinking, how to think? A lot of what I read has been about the way people think, like how humans think and how humans operate and things like, like that kind of stuff holds my interest in keeps me for hours and hours in these audiobooks and it's amazing how your taste can evolve and change over time and i still love some of that fantasy stuff from like when i was a kid but i'm not gonna go back and reread it you know just it's not me i'm not gonna do it you know right i don't know do i do mean that? Do i you go back and go ahead go ahead sorry oh do i go back um i guess so sometimes if i'm feeling sentimental but <laughs> i like to just kind of keep going i've gotten into reading a lot of philosophy and there's really no way to go back and read that for me right now because there's just a lot of pages in general yeah some of those some of those books you have to reread yeah yeah like you kind of do three times to really it takes like it can take like years to read a book and yeah. at least for me for yeah. me at least yeah actually yeah and i used to not think that was okay there was some weird. It is so good, though. Yeah, <laughs> necessary. I, I was doing that, and but it's okay to put a book down and go. Yeah, back it's good to, to go slow. Or, don't you guys feel it was like it's like from the school mentality where you have like a month to read a book, hmm. so you have this like I need to hurry up and finish it, like even though you don't really want to hurry up and finish it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think pressure is always good to fully absorb things. So this philosophy, you need to read the slow i was gonna swear but i don't know if i can go but (laughs) i don't know but you need to read it slowly and you know you have to read like some sentences over and over and ponder them and that's why it's so fun though yeah like the quote that you uh put on your instagram like that's just an example i've read books that were just 300 pages of that (laughs) so it's like to take all of it in yeah you have to read it it's like a bullet. Time. It's way too much at once. Yeah, because the, the like you said, to take time to ponder it, that process. Me, I mean, me too. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, then you're just not going to, you won't absorb it. And that could be hours. May yeah. I ask, how would you find, how do you define pondering? 
when you po- when hmm. you ponder a text, what do you what's that act? Just read it over and over in your mind and think about it for some time and just really think about it. I don't know how else to just, I'm not very good at definitions. That's all right. I'm just genuinely curious. I I, I ask because I I come from a certain background where that that word has a connotation that doesn't apply in this conversation. So that's why I'm asking because it, 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 doesn't apply. It doesn't. Right? Well, maybe it does. I don't know. It's a, well, it just comes from a from a, like a religious background, right? So it, that oh. word for me has a lot of these connotations with it. I, I I grew up a certain way, right? And so I I ask because I I think about this process of like taking these abstract ideas and and it's like how do we digest them and how do we when your brain doesn't want to understand something like how do you get your how do you get the gears turning like right now? And I'm trying to ask a question. I think, I think yeah. you just have to think about it for some time. Hmm. I think time is the factor. Yeah. You can't, you can't rush some thoughts. You have to really think about them for a minute. That's usually how I come up with my art. It, okay. I mean, it also comes immediately at sometimes, but um, like for my film work, I had to really think about those concepts and, and for them to really come and then when i sat down and made it it just came out in one night for the first film that i ever made and that's just an addicting Mm. feeling as well so like an incubation period yeah definitely okay it's a good way of putting it that's interesting i guess i'd never really thought about it but you were you were sculpting it in your mind yes and then when it was done you and you and you just keep it in there and then until it comes out Hmm. Kind of like being possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I, it does feel that way when you have an idea and you just feel so strongly about it. It's you do kind of feel that way. Yeah. You know, the worst feeling in the world to. is having that feeling that I got to get this riff out, and then like he. He has he hasn't done it in a while. Oh but boy, like, here we go. But if he poo-poo's the rip or he like talks, he doesn't even talk, not poo-poo. What's the word I'm looking? You reject it. He, it's like gives me the firm no, like, no, I don't like this riff. But it's like one that I feel possessed. Like I guess is the word I would use too, uh, by. And I have to like bring it back to the next rehearsal. I'm like, hey man, listen, I, I think you need to give this one a second. And every once in a while you'll actually cave and you'll and you'll you know, oh, <laughs> he'll give in. But I know that feeling. Like it, it's for me, it's that's my outlet is the music. And and so the like the need out the need for output like i'll sit for a few months but it's like once it comes it's it there's a there's a large outpouring of work you know or or art or whatever Mm -hmm. you call it right all at once so it's interesting to so you so your first film you said all came out that way like just all at once i let the idea sit and incubate as you said and it did that and i just molded it Hmm. and then when i sat down to well and then i had to shoot the footage Hmm. didn't like i didn't tell anybody about it so you're shooting it all yourself as well wow no no at first i did not i had a collaborator i see and that worked out really well and i feel like what i came up with is i'm very proud of it and we worked really well together with the shots and it was just but it was very quick like we shot it very quickly and me editing it i just sat down with the footage and it just came out in one night it was done and that wasn't by me putting pressure on myself to have a lot of output fast or anything it just is how it was born it just 
happened very fast, but slow at the same time in the beginning. That's cool. Um, that editing process can be really hard and tedious. Um, so yeah, yes. you, you must have really had a. I was very absorbed. Vision. I just yeah, I just went for it, and I was just eyes glued to the computer screen, and it just happened in one night. And that wasn't me trying to be like, oh, I have to finish this in one night or anything like that. It just happened that way, and. Mm. I'm very proud of it. And that was how the other two following that were. And all of them really happened in one night. It's just, it's just how it always is because I just get so absorbed by it and it just comes out like that quickly, but it is very tedious. You have to sit there. Yeah. And I do have some films that I'm working on that are not going to be so quick. I know that now, but I am proud of that feeling of being so absorbed by what I'm working on that I just sat there and it just happened. You know, I didn't take breaks. That happened. just felt, felt good to create like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, when you feel that rush of inspiration and you just feel like you're being carried by it. Um, yeah. You don't want to let it go. You just want to write it out. You have to, if you, or else you're going to lose it. You have to run with that. Right. That's a special moment. We've talked about that um, with some of the music musicians. It's like, how do you receive the inspiration to, for your songs? You know, you're talking about your inspiration for your writing and your film. It's just that that moment of creativity is so. It's it's almost mystical how it just yeah. you know, this flash of inspiration that you can write and something you can create something with it. Definitely. Something that never existed before is now in existence. Like it's a really, it's beautiful and, yeah, and it's yeah. fulfilling. That's why I have to do it. This is my purpose in life. I just wish that, or I hope for art to be more appreciated as what it is rather than, you know, top 40 garbage. Hey. How are we going to change that? Yeah. You know, like what do we got to do to, to make that a reality? I feel there's this pushback with traditional culture and traditional me legacy media, if you will, right between that, like the control over what people consume versus what the internet provides us, which is complete freedom of to choice. Yeah. Who to whose content to consume, et cetera. How do we, how do we change that? I'm not sure. I'm going to try and figure it out though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, we're so I limited. Like it's my life purpose. Your life's purpose? Perhaps. Well, you, you're branching out into all the realms where that would be uh, a key factor. So. Yeah. It's just important about being an original artist and staying true to your art and you know, you can't just, you have to be able to talk the talk and walk the walk. You can't just put it out and not support it. You have to, it's, you know, these things are born is how I look and look at it. You don't just, you know, make something for the sake of putting something out there. You have to, it's a big deal. It does take it its is. own life. Like it, it, it comes to life, so to speak. 
when you work on a, a piece of art and like you said, there's an incubation period, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's this output and it comes out and then it can take its own, has its own life. People respond, respond, react to it. Feedback is completely. Yeah. I mean, the, universe, I think it's you know? important to create it for the sake of creation and not what people you think will think about it. You know, it's not to be made for ratings and billboards. It's not art. Those people are not artists. We've talked about that too. It's come up like when, it, especially for musicians, you think you can't just write music that is a hundred percent you. Like you got to add some element to it so that it'll there be, has to be inspiration. successful or, you know. Yeah, that's garbage though. I, I, you know, I feel like that has to stop. I feel like real art has to have its time soon. You know, that would be a great playing field to see real art rather than what's going out right now. What do you think? And has your, been. What do you think your biggest uh, critique of of the mainstream uh, mainstream art? I guess we could call it. Well, they're not original. Uh, it's all about trying to find what's popular, and that's not art. It's just trending bullshit. That's not what I'm about. That's what I think about the mainstream. That's why I'm underground, I guess. But it would be nice to have recognition, of course. But I will never sell out. I feel like people create things with the wrong intention. And a lot of these artists have nothing to do with what they're putting out because they're just trying to ride a wave of what's trending. And that's the problem because it's not art. They're just making commercial bullshit. Yeah, they, it's got to be, there has to be a part of them that... There's no birth process, you know, they're just following a plan yeah. of ABC or whatever. And, you know, there has to be art behind it. There has to be a creation process behind it. And I think that's what's lacking is, you know, the actual act of creating things. Yeah, there's you know, I, I think it. it's almost bold enough to say art is dead. But that's also a very negative stance to have on things. But I've felt that way for sure. Well, it, I think I know what you mean because a lot of the the big companies that fund, you know, some of the more popular forms of, you know, commercial art and mainstream art, they're using, they, they have like a formula and they're using art to make money. Right. And yeah. it's like a movie, like a Hollywood movie. They're using artistic people and creatives in a way to yeah. where they can make money and it's like how can we right. write a script that appeals to the most people and pick the right actors that have you know the stuff that most people are going to like it's fake yeah so it's, it's so fabricated and it's so far away from what the original art is well you know original art what most likely original right. art is from the origin of the person like the the what really matters is like our own modes of expression like our your experience you know your your perspective is really the most important one you know otherwise you're just when you're when you're because when you're creating and you're doing you're creating your own universe so to speak you know you're you're in the driver's seat when you're consuming you know you're you're just a passenger right and there's a lot of content that's created for the most amount of passengers. Like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? 
Right. They're trying to sell those tickets. Yeah. So something has to get sacrificed artistically to please that many people at the same time. I mean, I understand it. But it's true. Like art, personal art, like real art is so sometimes specific to the person or specific to a certain idea that the powers that be or like the big business don't want to get involved because they're like, how can I make money off of this? Right. When it's right. The point is just to have uh, a a spiritual experience with the art this person has created. It's not about making money. Definitely. So yeah, no, I, we understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like most people do, you know, it's just common sense in a way, but (laughs) But I mean, a lot of people might not if they're consumers as the artists, we know, but, you know, consumers, you know, they just buy that ticket to sit on that seat. Yeah. You know, certain (laughs) people only think about consumers uh, or I mean, I should say they're businesses, right? And business minded people who only think about life in terms of like consumer and producer. But, you know, like, like Ryan was saying about like a spiritual experience is that the whole process the whole point of art is to connect us to the mysterious connect us to something that's, yeah. that we can't really see with our eyes and you know it's a different relationship you know between the the person that's consuming the art and the person that's producing the art um it, we, when you view it through that lens you know it's i mean Definitely. it's like a sh- shamanistic process really it's like what when you're creating your own art and your own expression you're stepping into the void so to speak it's a good way of putting it. We uh, talked to a talented young lady, uh, Lisi Tigra, and she said something oh, that yeah. always will stick with me is she felt like part of her purpose as being a musician and guitar player, performer, was to create magical moments for other people. Yeah. And like if you read a really good book or you, you know, see a really wonderful piece of art, see a really good live musical performance. It is a magical moment. Definitely. Um, I, I like that a lot. I don't know if that's my intention. I would like that to be the outcome, but I just create things as they come to me. And I just, I don't, I don't think about who's going to view it at all, to be honest. I think that might be part of my problem. I'm just joking. <laughs> You're too selfish Robin, with your art, Robin. Suzanne. How dare you? I might be. I really just, I, I, perhaps I am. I really don't think about anybody else. Um, not, I'm not even thinking about myself. I'm just thinking about what I'm creating. And I just let that idea go as it pleases and, until it comes out and it's ready to be born. If I can, if I can at least, compliment you I, I i believe that to be a very healthy mindset because you know it's great the, you know the problem it's great when you get praised for what you do right but the problem is that you know it's very easy to believe you're on hype if that's the case just as much right. as it's, it sucks to listen to people who are trying you're going to try to bring you down you listen to them that's a problem too but you know so many so many of us only want to hear the praise don't want to hear the criticism when really you know, frankly, your approach is the best. <laughs> like, just don't listen to any of it, you know, because it, what does it matter? It, it, if the art is to be true expression, it's, it's for the art's sake. Like you said, it's its own creation. So it, it feedback. Well, yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm I just bringing in, it here. 
I'm just, I'm just, I'm just releasing it into the world. I'm just putting it out there, but yeah, I I think it needs to stand on its own. It sounds like you have a very strong reverence for the creative process. Yeah, that's, I think that's my purpose in life. Like that's why I'm living. If I didn't have that, I would have, I wouldn't see a purpose. So I, I feel like maybe that's why it's so strong. It just is me. just what i do no i'm pondering Pondering. (laughs) i'm pondering now it's hard not to that's my goal i guess well yeah because i mean but like i said i don't really have a goal but you know that's a preferred that's good though you know that you can because then you're also it's just a pure channel of creativity when you're not even thinking about what if what is this person going to think what are those i think that's what it should be that's that's exactly what i'm trying to do is just be it needs to be pure and raw i'm not trying to refine it for anybody if it's too much then that's fine it's not for you (laughs) if you're offended you needed it (laughs) right or you don't need it and move on Right. The next whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like for been, you. there have been quite a few artists that just did that and the world eventually caught up to them and, and honored them for doing it. That would be great. But I mean, that's not, I mean, I feel like everybody wants that, but that's not why I'm doing this. If it was, I would try and be more commercial. Right. You know, or something like that. But I'm just, yeah, it would be great if the world caught up to them. Maybe then the whole issue we were talking about earlier with all this commercial garbage being out maybe the playing field would become more artistic and less based on trends and following what's popular and ripping off people and stuff like that yeah maybe it would be about actual art and inspiration if if because that's what i'm about that's actually really it's really cool to hear you know (laughs) just because we try to do that too you know just be creative for the sake of being creative and because it's it's what you feel like you should be doing definitely yeah i mean it has to feel right and i i'm doing all of this you know i'm just flowing with it so if it doesn't work it doesn't work i don't know yeah sorry i got lost in that thought no it's okay i think i i think i understand it's like when you really feel compelled to do something you just want to know that you at least tried it yeah i just want to know i tried i just want to know that i did yeah what i thought i should regardless of what the outcome is you know yeah yeah it just you know if it comes it has to be something that's as Charles Bukowski said, bubbling inside of you and it like needs to come out. He didn't use his exact words. I'm paraphrasing, but it, you know, it does that for me. It's just something that I can't keep in at some points, even if I want to, you know, maybe sometimes I feel like it would be better if I didn't share them with the world, but I guess I heard, I don't remember her name, but she said that was the purpose of art. Once you kind of put it out there, it's no longer yours. And I think I just have trouble dealing with that when other people capitalize off of my ideas, but it's not, you know, that's, that's art or that's not art. That's the industry. And that's what we're dealing with, unfortunately. So. 
Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard to um, be an artist. And sometimes you don't want to share those things, even though they are, it's necessary to get them out. And, but, you know, I have some projects that I've put off creating and I feel like they are starting to take a toll on me. So, you know, for me, it's something that's necessary. And I, you know, even if I don't like the aspect that it's no longer yours once you put it out there, I, I do feel like I'm coming to terms with it. But I don't remember her name, but she had a great interview on your show. Yeah, I, I was trying to remember who who was who it was I was talking about that, but yeah, it's like once it's out. And that was there, an interesting point. Yeah. Yeah, you have no idea how people are going to respond to it, or what they're going to do with it, like you said. Yeah, and it's kind of scary sometimes because you know, I think people can misinterpret things and, um, you know, make it not a level playing field. But I feel like, you know, once more artistry is the mainstream, that won't be a problem. But who knows when that will happen? Well, I, I mean, I have opinions on that. I don't think mainstream really exists oh boy. anymore. It's being propped up, propped up by you traditional folks. No, I just it, it's <laughs> look, we, I feel very passionate about this. OK, but we are part of, of a bigger expression of the human race blossoming all over the world because of the internet like the internet takes out so much of the middlemen i mean the, it's these old powers that that cling on grasp onto these old models of like say ways that we do talk shows or ways that we do you know certain types of variety shows and things that you see right on television well, like late night stale. show yeah, the late, late night, night show is a great example yeah stale is all get out and you see these guys exist in the in the new world where you, you have all these way more interesting people like I the people that have come on our show are some of the most interesting people I have ever seen in my entire seen or met or had the privilege of of associating with. And it blows my mind that like, you know, the, there's like three a handful of three or four dudes that get a certain show late at night and they're all popular, but it, it's they're terrible. <laughs> no none of them are funny <laughs> <You know? laughs> so i don't understand how it works but it's just you know but then of, like you know, and then the world's biggest celebrities go on that show right yeah yeah for a faux interview a you know a faux interview yeah, yeah it's funny right <laughs> for you know for these questions that someone else wrote you know and and no actual communication really occurs it's just sort of you know it's an act you know it's a yeah it's commercial. Yeah, I mean that's all subjective. Um, and but I do feel that you know as things go on, younger people and the young talent that's out there can kind of liberate these things and make them more lively. Hopefully for those who have that viewpoint. Well, we're seeing it. I mean, yeah, a lot of there's a lot yeah. more. Uh, young yeah, I feel generation. like no, I feel like yeah. I mean that's why I'm hopeful and that's why I'm saying these things that I do feel like a more level playing field will happen. I'm not totally not optimistic about these things. I feel like it will happen and I feel like it is happening. I do agree with that. Yeah. And, and I'm just happy to be a part of that too. As you know, an artist that's up and coming, I am happy to have that stance and that is a liberating thing to have. It's inspiring. It is yeah, inspiring. Creators need to help each other out Yeah, because support each other. like when you really look at it, these big companies that don't really care about the art, they just care about money. 
they are taking advantage of all these creatives and all these really talented people. Yeah. I mean, that's a dentist thing for a while. Yeah. And I know it's not about the money necessarily, but they're not getting compensated fairly. I don't feel for what they're bringing to the table or, or even credited. Yeah. Right. But it's, it's okay. I mean, you have, I, you know, once you put it into the universe, it's not yours anymore, I suppose, but that's kind of why I like to keep things under wraps until it's, it's you know i have no choice i can't mother it anymore and i have to let it go so i'm working on some things but i'm just you know mothering them for now and it is a you know i am i am excited to put them out you talked about that if you have too many projects on the back burner it weighs you down is it yeah just i mean i feel like you're just m- it's mothering things too long it's just like you know that mothering process if you're doing it too long you know it's becomes too heavy you think that too too big of a child (laughs) too big of a child no but it makes sense does it come from like an element not of perfectionism but like wanting to make sure that it's complete that yeah i mean there's many many reasons that or you know just the fact of not wanting to put it out in the world yet just and i guess it could be out of perfectionism or i just feel like it's just not time yet it's just is it's just not you know some some things i need to make sure that you know it's their time you know that's that's a pretty deep thought though like even if something's done waiting till the right time for the right time yeah to let it into the world like I guess timing is also something. It really is. It is everything. Hmm. Well, timing is so, you know, it's just, we talked about it early with pondering, right? Pondering is essentially thinking plus time, you know, timing is so essential to everything we do to create like timing where, when it comes to you, do I have the ability to capture this idea? You know, thankfully, usually cell phone, right? I have, I can capture an idea pretty readily, but not always, right? Not always near it when the inspiration strikes or timing, like when, like when you, you did your first film and like when it all came together, all that one day where you just spent a bunch of time on it and it just happened. Right. Um, right. Tony, how, how much timing do you think, how, many, how much do you think it affects us? We don't even realize it. You know what I mean? Like what do you others, mean? from other sources, like, or, or the timing of even this COVID thing, the timing of us doing the show is not by accident. Like we, we both sort of looked at our lives last year and we're like, we, we needed, it's like this, this desire to create, you know, that's where the show came from. We, we, we wanted to do something and we knew the timing was right to do it. And it just worked. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, right. I we looked around and how do you know, like, how do you gauge the timing of when to release something or when to, when to act. Hmm. Um, I feel like it's just an internal thing. It's just that bubbling. Hmm. Like if it's, it just is something that I feel like it's time. That's it. That's an, uh, so it's like a sense you cultivate or, or, uh, you know, almost like, a. You got you get to know your body, right? Like health wise, like if, am, I, am I muscles feeling good at that kind? Of, so it's like a sense that you're feeling. Is that am I describing? Kind of, right? I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to describe it. I don't it's know okay. how it I feels. I think that so. feeling is. I don't think 
there's ever going to be words to be able to describe that when you just know something. Yeah, it because, just is. Yeah, because when you really think about it, it's like, that's miraculous in a way. Like, how do I just know that now is the time to do this particular thing? Like, it's same way I know that we're best friends, buddy, even if you won't say it out loud. He doesn't want to say it out loud, but why do you get him? I know. We didn't need an awkward moment. We there. needed an awkward moment. <laughs> it was the right time for it. That was a perfect. Because, no, I just he would, would like if he would even say it on the record. If you could just this awkward moment okay, presented fine. by Michael. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry, sorry, Suzanne. I apologize. I apologize on behalf of him and I together. We try to keep the focus no on the star of the show here. <laughs> No, really in the process, talking to people like you, it's it's nice to know. Um, it can be lonely to be a creative. Definitely. So there are so many more people out there trying to do this thing that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but I think that's the beauty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all how people interpret things. Exactly. So in a in a perfect world like what's the ultimate thing that you want to convey with your art hmm. Hmm. i feel like i just hmm. i don't know because i really don't feel like i have a goal i feel like i just really want to change you know the face of art somehow i just want that would be great if i could really make an impact on the you know any media form that's out there any just really impacting art would be my ideal outcome in my life i guess is that what you mean yeah because i really don't have you know i don't I don't think about how it will be perceived or anything. So I don't know that I have any goal outcome in any way other than I want to make, to make an impact. And I, you know, it would be whether that's in, you know, I don't know which medium just somehow making an impact like is really it. Well, you have the power to do that. I mean, you... Someone as driven as you. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. And, and the, the type of talent stack that you put together with all these different mediums is compelling. Thank you, know? you. I appreciate that. I feel like that's just my inability to, I don't know, <laughs> pick one thing. I, um, but I feel like it is refining itself. I feel like all those things are really one thing. What it seems like to me is that you true. have more systems in place to sort of just generate art than you do specific goals of like what you want it, where you want to take that art specifically. It's like, you want to produce art is, is what, yeah. like what I'm hearing, you know, but that, yeah, I, I just want ahead. to produce art. I, I just want to produce art. Yeah. That's really, I was just agreeing. But that system is, is, is a system for success because the more you do it and the more you produce the, the like volume like just being able to do it in is is already i mean it took us 
how much energy, time, and effort to to record one album that we haven't finished. We're still, you know, better late than never. We're you know we're working on it. <laughs> you know, it, we're not, we're what is this? Ten years later, we're still working Something on like our that. album. <laughs> yeah. We're still working on it. Uh, you know, and I I I did a solo record and and like you did everything you described it in terms of like mothering it and like this this baby. Like I know what that feels like <laughs> at least in terms of the way I view my art. You know, it it. Right. it I didn't do it necessarily because I thought it would be a huge commercial success. We just played because we wanted to play. Yeah. And it just kind yeah. of became something bigger than we thought it was going to be. But yeah, I, mm. I do very much appreciate like your attitude. Like you, you just want to act on the inspiration that you receive and, and make it make something out of it make something pure and that's kind of cool it really is i mean it's got to be a more peaceful place to operate to in the sense of like you know you're doing what you were put here to do i feel like definitely so is there um any anything specifically from your catalog of work that you would direct people to my red films disconnect is my favorite one disconnect there are, yeah there's a there's it's a series of short art films so would people, do they uh, go to your website for that where would they find that well yeah my w website has a film section and it's i originally published them on instagram suzanne underscore etc is where they can find me on basically all social media but and then my okay. website's suzanne etc.com i just like with everything that you've done i just see like this crazy gallery where people can go and they can look <laughs> at like paintings read poetry and like watch movies all in the same place yeah, you're kind of like a like a one woman media company. Yeah, you know that's like, what that's what your goal is, right? Yeah, or at least awesome. that's part of. I what mean, it's just yeah. that's just what's happening. Like I yeah. said, I don't really have. I just yeah, create. exactly. That's I just do what's necessary. It's absolutely necessary. If I didn't do it, I don't know what would happen. Hmm. Well, thank you for uh, being here. Thank you for lending us some of your time. Uh, you brought up some very interesting points that will leave a lot of people pondering because it got me pondering while we were talking. So um, I appreciate that. We really appreciate you. Thank you for putting up with Ryan's vague questions. <laughs> and appreciate I like vague. On it. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, it's which, okay. Which I mean, I'm just trying to come about? up with my vague answers. So <laughs> no, really, I. Uh, it's so hard happy. though like i yeah, no, we I, understand it's sometimes we're, we're delving into areas that are so complex and so inexplicable like it's hard to formulate you know words to explain these things on the spot like yeah, in this, this is setting. art though so, this is what we do like the whole process of this is meant to be organic and and meant to be unscripted right unscripted conversation that's the idea and yeah. thank you so much for for being willing to to do that with us and and i i really enjoyed the time thank you do you have any thank last uh, words of wisdom for the 
beautiful listeners around the world. Hmm. Uh, just do what makes you feel the most fulfilled. I mean, I don't really, I'm not really a motivational speaker or anything like that, but I feel like that would be my advice is to just do what makes you happy and fuck everybody else. <laughs> there you go. There's the second half of the. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think we can top that, Ryan, in terms of, uh, of like ending the oh, show. I like that. Uh, Suzanne, thank you so much. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little outro Let's here. Just be wild and free. Wild and free, baby. And we love you all, Sounds beautiful good. listeners. We love you all. Bye.